This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler. Uh, cooler when, <laughs> when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. Birddogs.com slash pool. All right, DJs, welcome back. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. Quick traveler's recap. Rocket Mortgage Preview, some Ryder Cup talk, maybe some open stuff. Steve, did you watch my boy stuff everybody in a locker this weekend? Well, I mean, I I, I think once he went up six, I turned it off and uh, actually started to be a good dad uh, to my go. kid and, uh, you know, start watching her because she's uh, not going to be an only for much longer. I know. So, yeah, I know. it's it's uh, it's coming very soon with that, but Life I saw. Best. Yeah, I, I saw on the stretch on the shot tracker that uh, my hundred one Brian Harmon was going to get a second place finish. I'm like, all right, I guess that made me feel good. But then Keegan started to go backwards. And I'm like, maybe this could happen, but nope. He uh, held on the last three holes, and uh, yep. yeah, congratulations to you for your boy winning. It's yeah. a moral victory, not a cash moral victory. victory. No, no cash victory. I don't care. I'm just happy that my boy's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. This is two wins in a year. He's got a major. This is six wins for his career. He's got big boy wins, too. A WGC, elevated event, a major, big boy wins. Like, if you think about it, that rule, the when they changed the cheater putter rule, that really fucked him up. And, like, for him to be able to come back and, you know, this is a career resurgence at this age. Like, a lot of guys would have just went away and not grinded away. I mean, what, he won in 18 Prior to that was what, like 13, 12 or something like yeah. that. Like five or six years in between. And then from 18 up until the Zozo. Like this guy's been fighting it. And dude, he's uh, highs and lows, but what a fucking career resume for my boy Keeks. Like he's got a great resume. It's a very solid PGA Tour resume. I will say yeah. that. It's not Hall of Fame worthy, but it's. Uh, yeah. It's better than Cantlay's. Uh, it's yes, absolutely I, better than Cantlay's. I've, it's better than Xander's. Yes, absolutely better than Xander's. Yes. Okay, congrats. Better than Bryson. I, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, how many events did Bryson win? Bryson's won, I think, like, I think he's won. No, he's won more than that. Remember, he won two in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Those Uh, playoffs. Well, okay. Well, one of Keegan's wins. Keegan won. I don't know. He won 18 in the FedEx Cup playoffs. All right. So Bryson has eight PG Tour wins. And he's won twice. And, and he's won once on the Euro Tour as well. Yeah, I, I would. Bryson's got a better career than Keegan. Yeah, fine for now. We'll see. For, for now, okay, fine for, for now. now. For now. Um, I guess. I mean, listen. You know, congrats to you, Keegan. So what happened though? So you said last week oh, he was Jesus. just you weren't going to bet him anymore. So do you I, think I you're sick of it? Do you are you yeah. responsible then for his win? I am. I am. Okay. Well, here's here's what I missed it. I, I couldn't see the forest through the trees. This was a Northeast home game. I should have blindly bet it like I normally do with Keegan on a spot like this. But in reality, it didn't even cross my mind. I can't even be mad. Like I, he had been so middling that I was like, all right. And I swarm off. I was trying to stick to it. But listen, I was uh, I was happier than I normally am when I win money. Right. Like I just I just was seeing the wife, his two kids, fucking hometown. Like, of course, not. I think it'd be easy. He's got a fucking weak oil coming down the back end. And that's why he needs like that six stroke lead. So you don't even really have to sweat it because Cantley wasn't doing anything. He was pushing putts left and right because he sucks balls. Um, so there was no pressure at all. Chaz Reeve melted by hole three. Like there was no drama, even when he was leaking oil. Like it was like, uh, he'd really, really have to fuck this up. Yes, it's in the uh, it's in the realm of outcomes, but not really. Like, not really. I'm so stoked he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team, bro. I'm not betting on Euro. You can forget that narrative that I was texting you about. If well, Keegan's on the team, forget about it. Okay. All right. Well, you want to just go to Ryder Cup talk let's right go. now? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. So why don't I just start with you? Who are your 12 guys right now? On, on, let's start guys. with U.S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely start with U.S. Let's start okay. to Europe. Um, so Scotty, Wyndham, Brooks, Xander, right? And then you have to... I mean, they're gonna put Cantlay in, right? Spieth and Spieth and JT definitely gonna be in, right? Doesn't matter how bad JT plays, right? He's part of that. So that's seven. So then, oh shit! I guess Morikawa. Yeah, Keegan. I mean, Keegan. I mean Morikawa hasn't had a top since the Masters, though. I know. I'd rather have him than Burns I, or Cam Young. 
I would rather have Morikawa on that golf course than Burns and Cam Young. Cam Young's been objectively just trash. Yes. So I got nine. So I guess Fina would make it 10. And so what? I got two more. So I mean, mean, Ricky's got to be on the team. Yeah, Ricky. I'd like to see Ricky on the team. Hell yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess it would come down to Keegan or Burns. Well, I already had Keegan in before I got to 11. Okay. Oh, you already did. Okay. Yeah. I put him in. He's got two wins, and he's going to be in at worst eighth place. All right, so you're, all right, so then your last guy then would I be, I guess, is it Denny? Oh shit! Is it really? That's gross. Maybe you know, really Denny good. might not be a terrible fit for that place. <clears throat> no, draining pots from fucking all over. Yeah, I you can know. See that. I mean, he he can keep in the fairway. Yeah, I mean, because DJ otherwise though, DJ's not going to get it. Kitayama's not a fit. Salatoris is. Still injured. I. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess what? Well, it's not going to come back. back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess. I guess so. Ugh, Harris yeah. English. No, he's got. He's got no. more shit to do. <laughs> he melted over the weekend. All right. I. I think I'm finally on your side. Where <laughs> I don't want Sahith on this team. Um, Raise it, man. Well, he had. Scary, he had man. to. He had to do something, and he hasn't done anything. So. But all right, so so you are all right. So you're not betting the Europeans, though. No, like you said last anymore. week, you were going to do. Correct. All right, and, Matt, Matt. By the way, uh, I've subscribed to the theory that you bet the flag. So yeah. I will be betting uh, the Americans for sure. It's no matter what, it's only minus. It's only minus one sixty, one seventy in some spots. Oh, it's come down. Okay. All right, so we missed somebody closing out because I actually, if if you put a gun to my head right now, I mean, this European team is really good. It is good. It's it's, it's good. starting to really take shape. Uh, a star, a top eight of Rom, Rory, Hovland, Hatton, Fitz, Fleetwood, Lowry, Rose. Damn, pretty good. And then like, what? and, and, and they're going to tailor Fox in and, there. Well, no, Ryan Fox is Australian. He's no, Australian. Australian. I was okay. kidding. And they're, and they're going to they're, they're going to do exactly what they did with um um. Paris and what mm. we did to Whistling Straits are going to tailor made it to their strengths. Yeah. Um, I probably would say Adrian Moronk has done enough for Europe to get on that team. Nope. I'm telling you what, though, I, I, I said this to you in the, uh, our messages that if they put Ludwig and Adrian Chassart yeah, uh, on that team, two guys who are just young studs who are going to be terrorizing us for the next 15 years. <laughs> I know. I might have to bet Europe at that point. That's like, what you know about, what, Luke? You're a smart man. What about Hoygaard? One of the, which one? <laughs> Nikolai? I, def, I don't know. The good one. Yes. I, I mean, they're both pretty erratic. I know I they're know. both good. I know. Uh, of the two, more. I think I prefer Nikolai. I think he's got Over the most. Rasmus? Rasmus has kind of been struggling lately. I think he WD'd uh, this tournament or that uh, this week. So that's not great. I mean, you got Yannick Paul, who I'm gonna be honest, I don't know a ton about. He did a lot of damage over in Asia, but yeah, all I know over is, here has been good. Is, yeah, all, like Baroff, Skyhook, all those guys fucking love themselves. That guy. Like, you got Victor damage. Perez, who's been solid but not flashy. You got Seamus Power, who's not really doing anything. Uh, Strock is really going to have. Down. Are they going to have any Italians on the team? Do they got to put? They got to put Frankie Meats on there just for some some body. I mean, reasons? it was going to be Guido. And he's been terrible. Yeah, Guido blows. So it's yeah. I mean, Fra- Molinari has been great. I I don't I don't think they will. Is his brother better at this point? Is Eddie better? No, I don't know. No, <laughs> no we're gonna talk about Eddie later on the show though. Oh, is he is he in the field? Uh, no, we're talking about when we talk about oh. the 2014 Open Championship at Royal Liverpool. He uh, uh-huh. he was a prominent uh, feature uh-huh. of uh, that tournament. Yeah, so Gannon, Yannick is a birdie machine. All okay. these sickos who bet the fucking European card. <laughs> All right, I, I guess the one guy is it's sad that Big Shot Bob is just yeah. What happened I, to that fucking kid? He's kind of dead now. It, I mean, it, it's, it's he it's, let it's, himself go. Like he seemed like he might struggle with the booze and the weight. So he bit. had a couple top tens over in Africa and Korea. Other than that, though, you know, he got cut really badly at Oak Hill. Uh, missed the cut at the Scandinavian mixed. It's not has been great for Big Shot Bob. Huh. I know. All right. So. All I know is I'm stoked that Keegan Bradley, who's dreamed of being on the fucking Ryder Cup team, is going to get a spot. He's going to fucking go four zero in his matches, baby. Calling it right here, four zero. He's going to get out all. all I mean, only if he's paired with Phil, though. 
Or they bring Phil on the team? Yeah, so it's like because they were boys, right? Yeah, they were. They were paired up at uh, Medina, and yeah. uh, they tried to rekindle that magic at uh, Glen Eagles, and that went horribly for everybody yeah. involved for the U.S., by the way. Uh, they yeah. got trounced. That was not great. I uh, wasn't very happy. I was waking up at 2 yeah. in the morning for that shit show. So, <laughs> all right. All right, well, I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to spend like five minutes on the Rocket Mortgage, and then we'll yeah, start talking about the quick. Open. All right, love it. All right, listen, bird dog shorts, man. Listen, they not only feel good, they make you look good. Uh, they do the same exact thing that Lululemon does, but they fit way better. They're not made of that stiff, restricting cotton. They are made of uh, this cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Plus, they use anti-stick, stink, sweat, wicking fabric to help you cool, stay cool and dry all day long. Yeah, like I've said before, it's uh, it's summertime. Florida, it's fucking chafing, miserable season. Like you don't want your boys uh, down there with non-wicking fabric. So go get yourself a pair of these shorts, save yourself from the chafing. And if you go to birddogs.com/pool and then a promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order, that's birddogs.com/pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise. Okay. All right. Uh, let's briefly talk about the Rocky Mortgage. And the reason why I'm keeping this brief is I want to talk about the Open. Yeah, because uh, this will be my last set of shows uh, for a while, and I'm not going to be here for the open. And I got some party <laughs> gifts for everybody, uh, including a game at the end that we're going to yes. play your favorite game. Yes, uh, yes we yes, always yes. do. Uh, we're going to declare a winner right now of the open championship. Love it uh, tonight. But we got to talk about the rocket mortgage. Um, we are in kind of filler season. Um, the pretty good field, though. Pretty good field for Rocket. It's a very top-heavy field. You know, you got JT who finally showed something. By the way, um, back to twenty to ones. I know, which is too bad. <laughs> but I, 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 I thought he was dead. I, he had a horrible stretch on Thursday. Oh yeah, where he had bad. like seven straight bad shots in a row. Yep. But then he recovered nicely for a top ten. Uh, you got Tony right. Finau who has just been kind of meh. Uh, Max Homa who's really meh. Uh, Morikawa yeah. who. Put up a good fight yeah. on Friday, but missed yeah, the cut. Yeah, shot five six hundred and missed the cut on the number. Yep, uh, Sung J M, who's been mad. Uh, Tom Kim, who's been mad. Fuck him. Uh, Hideki was okay. Unbelievable. This week. Fucking Tom Kim. Yeah, he really, played. Those, he, he played those three holes so bad two days in a row. It was fucking maddening. He would have been like nineteen under if he wasn't such an idiot. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got Ricky, who's going to have a bunch of stuff with Rocket Mortgage this week. Uh, oh, yeah. A lot of sponsorship commitments. A lot of it. He's going to be very chalk this week. Oh yeah. Uh, everybody's going to go with the narrative with him. Uh, Harris English also in the yeah. field. Other than that, but after that though, I think the most talented players like Seb Straka, or well, actually no, Keegan. Keegan's in the field. Keegan's so, withdrawn. He's padding it up. <laughs> okay, fine. Keegan's withdrawn. <laughs> after that though, it's probably like Seb Straka. Like it's it's just like last year where you had probably 10, 11, 12 guys who were really good. And then just yeah. a bunch of garbage. And that's what it's going to be other than the Scottish Open and the Open in a couple of weeks. That's what it's going to be the rest of the season until the, the playoffs. playoffs is. I know. I mean, we're getting to summer. Um, it's unfortunate because I was looking at ESPN and the list of headlines they had were just, I think it was four on the WNBA and uh, some, some scrub center got signed by the Spurs. Um, yeah, it's a very dead part of the sports season and the PGA tour could really dominate it and they don't like yeah. these events other than the open don't really matter, but, um, we got the rocket mortgage. So I'll, I'll have my article out, uh, tomorrow morning. It's currently in the editor's, uh, station right now. Here's the deal with this place. There really isn't a ton to talk about here. Um, these guys have been lighting up for the last couple of years. Uh, you know, I, I, I go into full detail on everything. The only thing I'm going to say about the golf course, though, is this is in desperate need of a restoration. So it's a Donald Ross, but it looks, frankly, what Oak Hill used to look like. Just way overgrown with trees. Every hole kind of looks the same. You had all the sand buildups around each green that creates little mounds where it kind of acts as little bumpers, so balls can't ro really roll off. It's shrunk the greens over the years. It's there's not, you know, it, every hole is kind of linear and right in front of you. Yeah, it needs a restoration. It could be a truly good golf course. There's some good Donald Ross parts of this place. Some of the greens are really nice. We'll talk about some of the greens later about 
they are a little tricky to put on, but man, this thing is a snoozer now and they need somebody to come in and, and fix this place up. So, uh, and that's why, you know, these guys have been kind of dominating this place over the last couple of years. So uh, the par threes, they are the 11th easiest on the PGA Tour. Uh, two of them are over 200 yards, but two of them are under 160 yards. So you got a sh- couple short ones, a couple long ones. Uh, the par fours are overall pretty short. 40% of them are under 400 yards. 60% of them are under 450. And they're the ninth easiest on the PGA Tour of all golf courses ever played since 2015. So that's pretty easy. Like we're talking like Kapalua, like, TBC Craig Ranch like territory at this point. Right. And then the par fives, one of them plays 624. So that's a little longer. And, you know, there, there is some pretty thick rough at this golf course. It's going to be four inch uh, ryegrass. Um, the fairways, I think they might have shrunk the fairways a little bit. Uh, I noticed on the GCSAA, they added some acreage of rough. But we kind of seen this same story a lot where they try and grow up the rough and it just doesn't really matter all that much, but on that particular hole, if you don't hit the fairway, you're not making the green. The other ones, though, um, one plays, on average, 550 yards, and one plays 560, and everyone plays about 570. There's only one water hazard on one of them. Uh, I think it's hole number 14 has a pot, um, a pond by the green. And that's another thing about this place. Uh, not I, That's the only water hazard in play no. uh, on no. the golf course. So, you know, they're about average difficulty. The par is about average difficulties of uh scoring but it's mostly because of uh number four which is long and number 14 which has the pond otherwise though shouldn't be manageable par fives and that is why of all golf courses played on the pg tour since 2015 detroit golf club is the 10th easiest uh and of current venues on the schedule only tbc craig ranch kapalua and austin country club play to an easier scoring average so Lots of birdies. At this yeah, place. yeah. yeah so, you not want to? You not want to? What twenty five hundred, twenty four hundred? He did, and it was yeah, it was all bombers. Let's actually get to off the tee. So, despite narrow fairways, despite despite a lot of trees, despite a lot of long rough, um, there really is no resistance off the tee at Detroit Golf Club. Is tied for the ninth easiest off the tee of all golf courses on the PG Tour since twenty fifteen, and of current venues, kind of similar to the ones we just talked about. Only at Kapalua, TBC Craig Ranch, TBC Summerlin, and Congaree, which are pretty wide fairways with not a whole lot of adversity off of it, have played easier off the tee. So even with all the rough in the trees, it just doesn't matter. Matter. Um, it's because guys can kind of just hit driver all day long. It's uh, got the 15th longest driving at distance average. Uh, of current venues, it's the seventh longest. Damn. And like I just talked about, there's just not really a whole lot of adversity. There's no water hazards. Uh, it's one of the, uh, fewest, it incurs one of the fewest penalties off the tee of any golf course. Um, and there's also not a big difference between if you, your score on a hole, if you miss a fairway versus if you hit the fairway, it's only about a 0.3 stroke difference, which is very low. Now, sometimes like there, if you go to like a Wingfoot or a Riviera, there isn't a whole lot of difference between hitting the fairway and hitting the rough. And your overall score in the hole because it's just a really difficult golf course. This one is just, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's so easy by that point. So really easy off the tee. You can hit driver a whole lot. The approach shots are also very easy. It's the 16th easiest in the PGA Tour. It has the ninth highest green regulation rate too. So guys that are hitting fairways about 72% of the time at Detroit Golf Club. They're also hitting the greens with about a 70% clip too. So that mm. combination right there. You got guys are hitting from the fairway a lot. Guys are hitting a lot of greens. Of course, they're going to make a lot of birdies. Uh, and as far as what types of approach shots are going to hit, um, 45% of your shots are under 150 yards. Another 23% are um, 225 plus, which is your par fives. And then there's a lot less hit between 150 and 225. So as far as what I'm looking for this week, Probably just looking at anything under 150 and then looking at par five scoring. I don't really feel the need to look at anything 225 plus because I'm already using par five scoring. I'm just double counting in a model at that point. So you don't need those proximity distances. Just yeah. look at how they do on par fives. If they score very well, I don't care if you hit it 50 feet to the pin <laughs> on those shots. So, uh, but very easy approach shots around the greens, kind of average difficulty. It's been pretty easy to get up and down from the fairways and bunkers. Not so easy to get off from the rough because it's pretty thick and there's a lot of it. And putting, though, it is a little difficult to putt on. Uh, I think it's mostly to do with the fact that there are still some Donald Ross characteristics to the place. 
Uh, the greens are a bent Poa mix. They're actually, uh, uh, the video I posted, uh, it's actually the composition of this 80% Poa, 20% bent grass. So I've seen a lot of confusion the last couple of weeks of some of these tournaments where guys are just calling this bent grass greens. It's a bent Poa and it actually has more characteristics of a Poa. So be careful with it. I put in my article the golf courses that are a bent POA mix. I don't know the exact composition of each, but don't just do not plug in just bent grass on in your models. You have to look at the bent POA stuff because these don't really roll very true, and they have been kind of difficult to putt on, especially mm. on putts under five feet and, t- and five to fifteen feet because they just don't roll as true as a, a true bent grass does. So be careful with that. Make sure you nail your agronomy this week. And as far as predictive skill sets of what actually do, does well, the only thing that's actually been predictive as far as like success of this golf course of a profile player is guys who tend to be a little more accurate to better here. But you look at last year and you just mentioned it like Finau won. Um, Taylor Pendrith was up there. Uh, Cantley hits it along. Cam- Cameron Young, you know, he played. Those are all the guys in the top five. Uh, Bryson and Matthew Wolf finished one, two a couple years ago. Yep. Cam Davis won in a playoff. Wow. Now, like, I think it more speaks to the fact that this is a very weak field overall. So there's not really a true skill set. I think it's just like dominating. And plus, it's very easy at this place, too. So, yeah. you know, it shouldn't, it, there's not as big of a gap between like the guys who aren't as good with ball strikers as the guys who are the best because a lot of short approach shots, you know, not difficult tee shots, all that stuff. But the one thing about this place that you can separate yourself the most from everybody else is putting. Mm. And so that's the gambit is that there's not a whole lot of, there's a lot of different types of golfers that can do well here and how you do well here is through your putting. So have fun, everybody. Uh, it's a (laughs) What's funny is because the now sucks at putting and he won. He does. He does. And Kim Davis is a great at putting. Yeah. So, but he, he, he used to be though. So yeah. I guess of uh, like what I'm looking for this week, like I don't think Detroit Golf Club is going to be a momentum stopper. I think you've been hitting the ball pretty well lately. You're probably going to continue doing the ball well, hitting the ball well. If you haven't been hitting the ball all that good lately, if you've shown to be decent here, that might rekindle you. Uh, I want guys to make a lot of birdies, and I want guys who hit their iron shots under 150 yards pretty well. That's really it. I mean, it's... It's not going to be a ton of hard hitting analysis uh, this week. <laughs> so, uh, there, that's your rocket mortgage uh, preview. Uh, in right. And any questions from the audience? No, we're good. It's Detroit. Oh, the only thing I got to know is like, so now Phil's not going back. So the Jackaloni brothers, are they going to like harass the golfers now or are they going to let everybody? This is the Detroit Mafia guys. So oh, I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, ja- oh, the, the Jackaloni brothers, uh, quite a bit of loot, apparently. The word on the streets. Do they know where uh, Jimmy Hoffa's body is? It's probably somewhere so, in the Detroit era. Well, the G- Jackalones were definitely part of the, the Toko brothers. Jackalones, like they, like he definitely would have got murdered there. Like I think they know where the house is. Uh, one of the one of the guys uh, owned a cremation place too. Like all these stories about like dragging a body to like New York or fucking Jersey or wherever make no fucking sense. Why are you going to drive across country uh, to, to get rid of a body when you have a functioning family who has? as much to gain by Hoffa getting clipped as anybody else. They just get rid of him now. There's a random mound in the eighth green. Maybe that's where he's buried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. All right. Well, okay. I want to take a break and then let's talk about stuff that actually matters. The open championship. Yeah. We already talked about stuff that matters. Sir. Keegan winning and Keegan being okay. on the Ryder cup team. That, that's is more important than the line he's open. Okay. Uh, we're yeah. brought to you by underdog fantasy. Best ball mania four is here and underdog fantasy has given away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog and act in so many states. Head over to underdog.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, I know I'm Irish. What are you talking about, Mush? You're a dirty guinea. What does that have to do with anything? Yeah, and uh, actually, because uh, of Mush, I have to correct you. Uh, the Golf Hall of Fame, you're required to have two majors to be in the Hall of Fame. And I keep only as one. Career's not over yet, sir. His career's not over. He de- he theoretically could win the Open Championship in a couple weeks. Let's uh, see how. Oh my God! Do you know what would happen if that happened? I would like. I would. I wouldn't even know. What you probably would have to drag me back onto the show. I would. For a special, I would. Yeah, a special I would. episode. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about something you don't want to talk about. Rory doing well at a tournament. Yeah, do whatever. So he's, he's good. Like, I've never said he's not good. <laughs> okay. All right. So the last time we were at Royal Liverpool was actually, let me talk briefly about the golf. This is going to be a very abbreviated uh, preview of this, too. So Royal Liverpool, they've lengthened it a little bit since the last time. It's still only going to play maybe about like 73, 50 yards. I don't have the X scorecard yardage. Um, when it plays, it's a par 72. It plays a lot longer, though, than what it is on the scorecard. F what first of the reasons is a lot of holes play into the wind. So you might see like a 550 yard par five and think, oh, that's nothing. But if it's into a 20 mile per hour wind off the, uh, the, the bay it's there, tough. then yeah, it's, it's really difficult. There's also internal out of bounds on a couple of holes. Oh, yeah. So I, I dig that shit. Yeah, I so you could so you could look at a hole like, all right, well, this is an easy drive hole, just hitting over the the uh, dog leg, but everything right is out of bounds, everything left is the neighborhood, and that there's a lot of holes like that where you have a very sharp dog leg, where there's either a lot of gorse bushes, or if you try and hit the corner, you're going to run right into a a pop bunker, and you're dead at that point. Internal OB. This is really a golf course where. The best way to play it would be just keep the ball in front of you. Hit, don't hit driver a whole lot. Hit a lot of irons. And I mean, Tiger famously hit driver once uh, at this golf course, I think back in what, 2005, uh, I think. And if you actually look at Rory's final round, that's unfortunately the only real reference point I have from him. Rory mm. hit driver only four times in his final round. Now, part of that might have been he might have been protecting a lead. At that point, he had a six-shot lead going to the final round, which actually got away from him for a little bit. It got kind of interesting on the front nine. Sergio made a nice charge. Ricky made a nice charge, too. But overall, though, R Rory in his final round only hit driver on once on one of the par fours. He hit three wood twice, and he hit iron one, two, three, four, um, five, six times. Mm. So a lot of just positional golf, hit to the middle of the dog leg, and get your shot. And because takes of that, a, it takes his big, it takes his biggest weapon out of his hand. He's, he was hitting fucking 380 today, for Christ's sake. But, I mean, he also was hitting his irons pretty good at that point, too. So, but you're right. That does take his best weapon out of his hand. But so if you look at how far he had into each green, so he only had one wedge, in, or actually, he had two wedges into a green. One of them was only because that was just how the hole was designed. He only had 110 mm. yards. The other one was because he, uh, and one of the par fives he hit in the bunker. Uh, off his tee shot, so he had to Lay basically out. get yeah. out. And he, yeah. Uh, otherwise, though, he hits uh, ten shots between one fifteen two hundred. Actually, I'm sorry, eleven shots between one fifteen two hundred yards in the mm -hmm. greens, and six shots over two hundred yards. So mm -hmm. this is really going to be a test of your mid to long irons, even though it's kind of a shorter golf course. Again, that's assuming everybody plays it straight. Now yeah. it is 2023. And if you really wanted to be bold, you definitely could take it over somebody's dog legs. Yeah. So if, let's say, Bryson just has an awesome driving week and kind of does what he did at Oak Hill, like he's going to have wedge in every single green. And it's kind of a flat golf course at that point for him, which is favorable. Mm. That could work. But that's very risky. That sounds like a recipe for... You're going to eventually hit a gorse bush, or you're going to eventually hit an eternal OB. Hit a quad. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get a quad, and that's it. So I do think the guy who wins this place is going to take the, the model that bush. Rory did or Tiger did, especially because Tiger's, it, it's so famous what Tiger did in this place and how it works. Like you really yeah. don't have to hit driver a ton here, especially if it's going to be running firm too. Mm -hmm. Like, at that point, you don't really want to hit driver because you don't really know where it's going to go once it hits the ground. And three-wood might be even be good enough to just get it out there pretty good. So yeah. um, probably not a whole lot of drivers in this place, a lot of mid to long irons. And as far as what guys did at the 2014 Open Championship, you know, so Rory was second in strokes gained tee to green coming into the event, first and off the tee, seventh driving distance. But again, he relied a lot of his iron game, which... Hadn't been all that good for the season, but he was hitting his irons a lot better coming in. You know, it, it's funny though. So a lot of people want to point to Ricky. Ricky finished second um, with Sergio that year. Mm. A lot of people point to Ricky at this 2014 to be in his best career year because uh, he finished top five in each major. 
for the entirety of the PGA Tour season, though, he's actually kind of bad. Like, he was only 98th in strokes T green coming into that event. And now he was coming in really? hot, though. He finished second at the U.S. Open. He finished eighth at the Scottish Open. So it wasn't really a big surprise. But, like, at, between the Masters and the PJ or in the U.S. Open, he was dog shit. I think he missed, oh. like, four or five cuts. Like, he, I think he lost, like, nine strokes um, with his irons at, like, Colonial or something. Like, he was really? really bad. So all of his numbers looked really jacked up. Um, the rest of the top 10, though, I mean, there's a couple of guys like, you know, Dodo Molinari, who finished uh, seventh. Uh, Dewey, <laughs> Victor Dewey-San, remember that guy? No. The Frenchman? No. Oh, he no. was great. I love that dude. Just a, just a really just bitter, sour Frenchman. Uh, he was ninth. Shane Lowry finished ninth in that, uh, in that tournament. But you know, overall, like you kind of expect a lot of these guys to be very efficient. T to green. That's usually works well at Open Championship. That's what these guys are doing. Uh, off the tee was a mixed bag. You had some guys who were very long hitters. Some guys who were short hitters. Like Jim Furyk was fourth. Graham McDowell was ninth. But yeah, then you had Rory. You had Adam Scott. Uh, Leishman was fifth there. Uh, Charles Schwartzel drove it pretty good. He was in that top 10. But for most part, most of the guys were hitting their irons pretty good. Most of those guys were scrambling pretty well, too. Um, and most of the guys, even though for their strokes gain putting metrics weren't all that great, they were avoiding a lot of three putts, mm. which tends to help at this place. Um, and then let's talk about who actually kind of do we have to go to an ad break or are we, we good? No, no we're clear. We're right. done. So let's talk about overall who's won. The Open Championship. So, I Cam, so let's, Cam let's Smith. Okay, so let's go back to the last ten because before that, like you start getting to Darren Clark. Yeah, we don't care about that shit. Well, that and that was when like most of those European guys mostly played over in Europe. Mm. Now all those guys are on the PGA Tour, and that yeah. started kind of in about 2012 when you started consolidating everything. So let's go back to the last ten, and that's where all these trends are going to okay. be too when we talk about it. Okay. So since 2012. Uh, eight of the last 10 winners of the Open Championship were then the top 25 in the OWGR. And okay. four, six of 10 were inside the top 10. So the average ranking was 14 really? and a half. Yeah. But, Damn, I mean, six of 10, huh? That's yeah, pretty good. I, but yeah, Cam Smith was six coming into uh, yep. the start. Uh, Morkow was fourth coming in. Uh, Molinari was 15th. George Spies mm. was third. Sensen was sixth. Rory was tension was sixth. Yeah, Rory was eight. What happened? Did everybody have, did, did everybody sick that year in golf? Nobody else played. Rory was uh, eighth, and Phil was fifth. So the lowest were Shane Lowry's thirty third, Zach Johnson was twenty fifth, and then Ernie Els was fortieth. So uh, as far as age, there used to be a strong trend with this, where guys had to be basically thirty five years or older, thirty or just a phenom. And then the last few years, Kyle Morikawa won at age twenty four, <laughs> Cameron Smith won at age twenty eight. We're done with the age. Yep, this guy's are too yep. good. It's over. Uh, Stroking T to green, the average ranking in Stroking T to green coming into this event uh, on the PGA Tour was eleven point eight. Uh, they were averaging about one point four strokes per round T to green, and um. Let's say they all were within the top 25 coming in. Okay. If you're not in the top 25 in Shorts Game degree coming in, you're not winning. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, off the tee, it's very mixed. Uh, I mean, obviously, Rory was leading coming in, but then Cam Smith was 143rd in Shorts Game off the tee coming in. So it might depend on the golf course, too. You know, yeah. St. Andrews, you kind of could blast it all over the place. That was set up very well for him. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's why yeah. Zach Johnson won there, too. Yeah. But. You know, like Cardinals Johnson had a nice little Thursday, Friday at the Travelers too. By the way, he was on fifty nine watch for a minute on Friday, okay. and then he and then he and then he double bogeyed. He, he three putt from no three or four putt from like fucking eight feet. It was hilarious. Okay, yeah, I mean Molinari was fifth in strokes off the tee coming in. Rory was first, but otherwise though, like like Lowry is sixty seventh. Spieth was ninety third. Like off hmm. the tee, don't matter. Doesn't really matter. Uh, if it does, yeah. it might be the good dry percentage stat. Like most of those guys do very well in that because they don't really put themselves in a horrible position where they can't hit the green. Mm. Maybe look at that. But even like can't split the 128th in that metric last year. But the stuff that really matters, approach play. So the average ranking of all the winners the last 10 years is 15th. And only one of them was outside the top 25 in stroke scene approach coming in. That was actually Rory. I was going to ask who it was. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Cam Smith was second coming in. Yeah. Uh, Morkow was first. 
Jordan Spieth was second. Stenson was second. Phil was seventh. Stenson, Stenson was aw- dude. That's why know, he was one of my know, favorite place. He was I fucking know. awesome. No, he was great. He was a killer, and then he finally. Won. It just seems it, it's so funny because it, it seems like two decades ago, but it was like five years ago, <laughs> seven <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. Lowry, Lowry was twelfth. Mauner sixteenth. So like, just really good iron players do well, especially if you're gonna be using iron a lot off the tee here. Like, that's yeah. a big edge. Uh, and then all of them, except with the exception of. Stenson, funny enough, um, all of them were within the top 80 in strokes gain around the green coming in. And putting, again, is a mixed bag, but most of them were within the top 80 in three-putt avoidance. The only ones who weren't were Francesco Molinari, whose putter, by the way, was just insanely hot during that time. Uh, and Stenson, who actually was kind of riding a hot putter coming in, too. So the guys have been winning. It's been, you know, highly rated players. Guys were very efficient tee to green. Guys hit their irons really good. Guys just scramble really well. Um, I mean, that's kind of a blueprint template of what to do with an open championship. And then I think the one thing I want to say about Royal Liverpool before we get into the game is mm. I remember this distinctly. There was a huge wave split mm. uh, at Royal Liverpool. So what happened was everybody who went out on Thursday morning got just perfect conditions. And then Thursday afternoon through Friday morning, the squalls were all over the place. There was wind. It was really bad. But then it cleared up almost like right as Rory started teeing off in the afternoon. And I think I went back and looked. I think eight of the 10 guys finished in the top 10 were Thursday a.m., Friday p.m. I think only, only Adam Scott... And Lowry, I think, were the only guys who went off Thursday afternoon who still finished mm. inside the top ten. Like Adam Scott probably should have won at Liverpool. He was on the wrong Damn. draft. He actually played really well the entire tournament, but he was just in the wrong wrong wave. Yeah, he had a good weekend this weekend. Yep, and he did. So he's got some success there. But that's why it's really dangerous to lay futures on the open. Uh, and this is the reason why I always think about this open as why you sh- should not get locked into anything because that like Rory, Ricky, Sergio, Furek, Leishman all went off the favorable draw. You, you would have been great with those guys. Yeah. So all right. All right. you want to play a game? game. Right, yes. Let's play the game. <laughs> all right. So again, I did some trends going back the last 10 years uh, for reasons I'll explain later. A lot, Some of them are statistical coming in. And we are also assuming that the Open Championship is tomorrow. So this will obviously change, but yeah. this is just a fun little game just to get us kind of thinking about what types of guys we want to target and who's going to win. So, all right. Uh, so for the players I took, I basically just took the top 40 in the world because every single guy in the last 10 years have been within the top 40 in the world. Okay. And then I added guys like Bryson and Patrick Reed and Dustin Johnson because they're playing really good. Right Did now. you update number 17 in the world overall? Keegan Bradley? Ke- is Keegan is already in there. Don't worry. He's number in. 17, sir. Number 17. Okay. All right. Now let's talk about a couple ones that are sticky. They're not changing. Okay. And we can just right. eliminate guys right from the jump right now. Okay. Right, let's do it. Nine of the last 10 winners of the Open Championship had a top 15 in the major over the last 12 months. So in one of the last Ooh. four majors. Okay. So here's what we could we eliminate. Tom Hoagie. Bye-bye. Joaquin Neiman. Bye-bye. Danny McCarthy. Your boy Keegan. Hideki. Jason Day, who's, by the way, I think he's just called it quits again. Yeah, what's uh, up with that? I don't know. He finally made a cut, though. He was, I think, like T45 today. Um, Song yeah. J.M., J.T., mm-hmm. Sam Burns, Finau, yeah. and I'm just going to call this the Max Homan Memorial just to get him off the list so Cameron can stop pestering me and ask me if, he, if he's going to finally win. He's not going to yes. win. Okay? Okay. So all those guys you can cross off. Nine of the last ten had a top 15 in a major coming in, yeah. and they didn't. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> Wyndham Clark... Not have a top fifteen, and he that's just, correct. That yeah. is true. So maybe there is hope for uh, some Max Homa. And then here's another one that Wyndham Clark just kind of broke because this is a popular one with a lot, with a lot of them. Uh, eight of the last ten had a top ten and open before they won, and this is a really shaky one because Clark just did it without a top ten in any event. 
And the last two winners of the Open did not have a top 10 at the Open before they won. <laughs> so this might be a garbage trend, but we're going to go with it anyways. Sepp Straka, you're out. Harris English, you're out. Uh, Siwoo Kim, you're out. Corey Connors is out. Russell Henley's out. Saeed Tagala's out. Kurt Kitayama's out. Tom Kim is out. Aforementioned Wyndham Clark is out. And I think this one's going to surprise you. Uh, Matt Fitzpatrick is out. He's been bad at the Open. Yeah, this is surprising. He's been really yeah. bad at the Open. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Huh. So all those all guys right. are out. And then eight of the last ten made the cut of the last major. Um, it was uh, seven of eight, or it was eight of nine going to last year, and Cam Smith bucked that trend. So, yeah. But eight of the last ten made the cut of the last major they played. Adam Scott's out. Justin Rose is out. Jordan Spieth's out. Okay. Jordan Spieth, heavy hitter for the Open. Yeah, for real. So okay. So we're down to 18 guys that we are okay. going to eliminate, or we would eliminate anyways, going to do when theoretically I would have been here. You're gonna have to do it on your own. Right. We yeah. have Scheffler, Rory, Brooks, Hovland, DJ, um, Rom, Rom Morikawa, Cam Young, Ricky, Harmon, Patrick Reed, DeChambeau, oh. Shane Lowry. We have we have a bunch of guys. Yeah. Okay. Harmon. Just go ahead and take Harmon off, please. Just go ahead. Take I mean, Harmon finished, out. I think, top 10 of the Open last year. Alipution, just kick him out. He's not winning. <laughs> All right. All right. Now we're going to go to things as of today. These can change because we have yeah. events left. But as of today, do you have a win in the last two years? Oh, shit. Lowry And that's 10 of 10, by the way. Really? Yes. Everyone has had a win at least in the last 10 years. Or Everyone who's won the Open the last 10 years has at least one win in the previous two years. Ernie Els, too? Ernie Els, too. Huh. Yeah, he did. Huh. Shambo, okay. you're out. Patrick Reed, you're okay. out. Lauer. Bri- Brian Lauer's Harmon, out. you're out. Ricky Fowler, you're out. Cam Young oh, is out. Shit. Terrell Hatton's out. He still hasn't won. Shane Lowry's still in. Wait, wait. Wait, uh, Hatton won. When did Hatton win the, the Dubai? Hatton last won the Abu Dhabi Championship in 2021. That was in February 2021, though. Oh, shit. That's more, that is more than two years ago. Yeah, okay. All right. Been a hot right. minute. But Lowry's still what the in. What Lowry win? He won the Wentworth last year. The Wentworth? The BMW PGA. Oh, wait. I thought Vic won that. Was that two years ago? No, Vic hasn't won that one. Vic won a BMW he? No, he won the BMW in International Open. That was in Germany. That's what it was. That's the okay. See? Yeah. All right. See? There you are. All right. You're close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 10 of the last 10 Open Championship winners made the cut in their last start before the Open. So, again, we oh, got to customize yeah, this yeah, with yeah. Liv, too. Yeah. Tommy Fleetwood, you missed the cut this week. You're out. Kyle Morikawa, you missed the cut this week. You're out. John Rahm, you missed the cut this week. You're out. Now, all that can change. You can just make the cut at the Sky Show Open or the John Deere, whatever tournament you play. But as of right now, you're out. Okay. So now we are down to nine guys. Eight of the last 10 won this year, one in the year. So, like, let's say it's the 2021 Open Championship. They won sometime in 2020. In that calendar. Okay. Shane Lowry's out. He hasn't won this year. Your boy Cam Smith has won, not won this year. He's out. Xander hasn't won this year. And Canley hasn't won this year. Yep. So now we're down Four to guys. five guys. Five. Okay. Uh, 10 of the last 10 Open Championship winners. And at least the top 10 in one of the last five starts, or if you're in live, top five, you know, one of them. All of them make it. All five make it. Okay. Who we have? So who do we have? We got Scotty, right. Rory, so we have Brooks. Bro- we have Brooks. We have Rory. You have Hoblin. You have DJ. And you have Scotty. Okay. Okay. Eight of the last 10, and you're going to like this one. Eight okay. of the last 10 had a top five in one of the last five tournaments coming in. So it's even a step farther than the top 10. And all five of those guys have a top five. Make it. Yeah. There you go. Oh boy. Okay. It's going to be a good one. Eight of the last 10 played the week before the Open Championship. All those guys. I'm going to assume, I'm going to give credit to the live guys because they are playing before the open. Um, but as they're of right now, John Deerweek, don't they? what's that? They play John Deere week, don't they? No, they play uh, Scottish open week. They're playing in London, actually. Makes sense. Yeah. So they're going to play. 
Uh, but all those guys played this week. So everybody advances there. Okay. Now we're getting to statistical stuff. All 10 guys won the Open Championship the last 10 years were in the top 25 in Shosuke and TD Green heading in. And here's where it gets kind of dicey. Okay. Scotty's in the top 25. Rory's in the top 25. Victor Hobbins in the top 25. Okay. Based on what Bruce Kepka has done so far this year, I am going to say he's in the top, he would be in the top 25 in Shosuke and TD Green. He's been in his yeah. irons really Agreed. good. Off, he's been yeah. great. Yeah. But I'm not going to give the credit to DJ. I don't think DJ would, would be in the top 25. I agree. Okay. So DJ's out. We're down to okay. four guys now. Nine of the last 10 were in the top 25 in Shosuke and Approach coming into the event. All, I would say all four of those oh, guys oh. are, including Brooks. Brooks has hit his iron. has been yeah. really good this year. Oh my God. He was fucking dialed at the PGA. Yeah. Nine of the last 10 were in the top 80 in Shosuke and around the green coming into the tournament. We say goodbye to Victor Hoblin. And again, I'm... <laughs> And again, I'm going to get credit of Brooks. Brooks has been really good around the green so far this year, I think. Okay. Okay. And then eight of the last 10 are inside the top eight in three-putt avoidance. Ooh. Brooks has always been inside that top 80. Yeah. So I'm giving credit there. Rory's inside the top 80. And you know, who's seventh? you know who's seventh on PGA Tour in three-putt avoidance? Scotty. Is he really? He really is. I, know. I guess that makes sense. Like he just misses Shocking. the the ten yeah, footers. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You you don't really three putt a whole lot when you hit it to ten feet. <laughs> ten feet. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of like how Morikawa is always like everybody points to like, oh Morikawa is a really good three. You know, he doesn't three putt a whole lot. Yeah, because he hits it to twelve feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So overall, though, we got three guys who fit every single cat- category, and I think going back to the last ten, they've all hit at least ten of those criteria. All right. All right, so here's the, here's the list. The guys who hit all 14, Scotty, Rory, and Brooks. Mm. The guys who hit 13, Cam Smith, Wyndham Clark, <laughs> and John Rom. If Wyndham Clark goes back-to-back, I think we should just end the show. I, I mean, look, he, we, everybody touted him as like a young stud, like hits at a mile, can putt. If he could do anything with his irons, he'd fucking be really good. I know. I mean, he is in top 25 in strokes game TD Green this year. He is in top 25 in approach uh, this year. And he's really good around the green, really good three-putt avoidance. I mean, <laughs> he kind of fits. That would be guys. fucking awesome. Be and then John Rom. All right, the guys who satisfy 12. Xander, Hovland, Fleetwood, who everybody's going to be on. No. And, Ra- and Ricky. The crescendo is building for Ricky. Oh, yeah. I might sprinkle a little bit, depending on what number the crook's hanging at. Okay. The guys who fit 11, Tom Kim, Patrick Cantlay, Terrell Hatton, Siwoo Kim, no shot, and DJ. DJ's interesting. He is, but we thought the same thing at the fucking PGA. Well, he was good at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's been pretty good. The, he probably should have won an open by now. He he should have won in twenty eleven the year Darren Clark won. Probably should have won at St. Andrews twenty fifteen. He was playing really good, and then something happened on Saturday. Or well Sunday, because Saturday was canceled. Huh. Yeah, he's got okay. some Moxie. I don't know. That's yeah, okay. Stuff. I don't hate and it. They got, and the guys who, fit, who have ten, Jason Day, Fitzpatrick, no and Shane Lowry. So you got basically pool of eighteen. You can cross off like, like it. Of probably cross off Siwoo, probably cross off Tom Kim. Yeah. Yeah. But that's your player pool. Like guy, guys who miss Finau, Homa, Hideki, Morikawa doesn't have a very good resume for this. Justin Rose, his resume is. Which is insane because he's won an open. Yeah. Speeds. Well, you always claim it's not, a, it wasn't a real open. It's not, it wasn't real. It was no yeah. win. It was like fucking um, golf. You know, his resume is really bad. Speed oh. in this game. Missed is the last major. Missed is last start. Hasn't won this year. Means he's going to win by seven. He is not in the top 25 <laughs> in Strokes Gain T degree. Not in the top 25 in Strokes Gain approach. How is it? That's weird. Is that top 25 T degree? He isn't. He's been really up and down this year. Yeah, I know. I know. So uh, JT's resume is bad. Patrick Reed's resume is surprisingly bad. That's really it, though. So not a whole lot of surprises, but um, if you guys replay this podcast uh, a month from now and listen to these trends, you can go back 
and uh, look for yourself. And who knows, maybe I'll be charitable and actually update this thing uh, as I got a bottle in my kid's uh, face. <laughs> at three in the morning <laughs> and give it for you because i get, it is currently minus 450 that i'm going to get a text on july 14th from you boston capper saying hey did you update uh your elimination game i, I want to know <laughs> yeah 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 that's, yeah, that's usually how it goes yeah so all right hey, i got nothing else well, hey what were your numbers Give those Wait. to me again. <laughs> the, uh, there you go. <laughs> all right, so that's it. All right, so we get the DFS now. Barring, uh, barring a little baby Shermer coming, you'll be you'll be here tomorrow and Tuesday. Yes, I will be. But this is definitely my last stretch of shows. Uh, yep. We are not going to do John Deere content next week. We always take off. It is, by the way, that field is going to be a disaster. <laughs> yeah, like. We're gonna be Denny, Denny, Denny McCarthy, maybe, maybe Bermuda Oliver again, or Denny McCarthy was probably fifteen to one. Yeah, maybe that again. And actually, we might not be laughing at that this time. I remember we were laughing well, at Danny McCarthy, fifty-one Bermuda. Maybe not good. so much this year. Yeah, we're playing good. But then um, they're not letting my wife go past July 9th. So, and that's Scottish Open week. So I'm done after this week. Cool. So uh, right, I, I will. Depending on how things go, uh, probably be back sometime early August. Yeah, man. Whatever. So, yeah, whatever. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Time for you guys sink or swim. All right. <laughs> See, right. I do without me. That's right. Um, yeah, but this, fuck, this is like your second hi hiatus of the year. Well, there's been a lot of medical issues. Jesus, get your so. shit together. <laughs> wow. I mean, one of them we did not want to happen. This one was uh, our aware. fault. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. Have you figured out what caused that yet? Oh uh, well, we know it was a uh, it was a conversation. <laughs> to say, hey, you know, maybe it's a good idea. We can do this. And we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> we're gonna have two. You're be chasing a toddler. Oh, it's gonna be. Oof, we are already chasing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but no, crazy you, you just, Now we're gonna have a yeah, toddler. Just, yeah, but you've just doubled your time. I know. And like, I mean, I go to a chiropractor now. Like, this is a <laughs> terrible decision. Well, at least you haven't had a heart attack yet. So, um, all yeah, right, not, not, yet. <laughs> not, yet. not yet. All right, go uh, go read Steve's article when it comes out tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back to the DFS show. Uh, tomorrow night to break down uh, the Detroit Rocket fucking mortgage, and uh, it'll be uh, a little bomb and gouge, I'm sure. So, dumpster diving for some uh, some guys who hit it long and can make pots. Other than that, uh, congrats, Keegan Bradley. Love you, dude. Can't wait to see you on the Ryder Cup and dominate new. All right, see you boys tomorrow.